0: All right, uh, for the game, um, Armstead will be out. Jawan Jennings out, Jair Brown out, Jalen Moore out, Ross Dwelly out. Um, Banks questionable, Ambry Thomas questionable, Danny Gray questionable. Um, Flanagan Fowles questionable, and Jordan Mason questionable. Go ahead. Jair Brown's situation something that could keep him out of the last game too? I hope not. Yeah, I mean, he, he was fine to go this week, so that means he has a chance next week. Is that a new one? Who's that? And yeah, um, I think it was on yesterday. He's been sick the last couple of days, and JP, I think's new one. He just got sick today. no designation for Trent? No, he's good. What have you seen from Logan Ryan since you've had him to you know, give you confidence that he can step in and... Was thing. Um, I mean, just us playing against him, he always seemed like such an aware, smart player and a guy that had a lot of experience playing a lot of different defenses. So um, we brought him in here and we had a few injuries. Uh, he looked just since he's been here like what we hoped he was. And now that we've had those injuries, he's in that role. And um, he's looked exactly like we hope he'd be He's very comfortable and knows what he's doing and um, the game's not too big for him. You mentioned that the biggest issue with Brock in the game against Ravens was how he responded to the interceptions, not the interceptions themselves necessarily. How do you feel he responded this week? Awesome. Yeah, he was great. I mean it's I think a no offense to you, but I'm so exhausted talking about the interceptions from a game last game, but um it's been like any other week, he and like any other play, he goes through each play one at a time and tries to do as best he can. Uh, Kyle, regarding you know, when when Brock is on I mean, the rare times he's had a bad game or a bad moment. He gets up in front of us and is very, um, he's not at all defensive and he's, uh, he, he's very open about what happened, mistakes he made. Does that to you suggest a level of confidence he has in himself or, or what, what do you make away the, the way he kind of publicly handles his failures? I just say that's him. That's how he is when I coach him. I mean, we just, he says what he thinks. I say what I think. He's a very humble guy, but extremely competitive. And that's just Brock. I, that's how I see him handle talking to people out of here. Um, he's always going to take responsibility. He doesn't just do it because he knows how to talk to the media. He, um, that's how he looks at things. He looks at—he always looks inward first and he genuinely feels that way. Sometimes I think he's too hard on himself in terms of that. Not too hard on himself. That's just how he is. Um, but it's, it's cool that he never shows frustration. And I think it's pretty easy for him because I don't I think he has a lot of frustration with other people. I think he always looks at what he can do better. What's it like coaching a quarterback who has a tendency to be a little too hard on himself sometimes? Um, much better than the opposite way. Um, I would say that with everybody. You'd rather someone be a little harder than themselves than take it easy on themselves. And, um, but I think especially all football players, you want them that way go up to training camp opening the season, you know, two backup offensive linemen, a lot of experience prior in and Galiciano. I think you guys have added guys like um, Logan Ryan and Sebastian Joseph Day. How much of that is an organizational philosophy to have backups who can step in, who have experience over guys who might be on the younger side and you're developing? Um, I think huge. I mean, it's not necessarily that's overall philosophy. Our, our just overall philosophy is, And that given day and that given week and that given season will give you the best chance to succeed. And it might be the younger guy, it might be the older guy, I just. I also just, I think it's very wrong when you take a absolute philosophy to anything. Like, hey, you always got to give the younger guy the first shots because he needs that experience and that's how you develop him. That's great, but not at the expense of the other 52 guys on the team and the organization and losing games. Um, The first decision always is what helps you win the most or gives you the best chance to win and. In a league that it's very hard to develop guys, because um, when you play, when you do anything at a professional level, it's it's hard to do it at an extremely high level when you're not working on it year-round. Um, so those guys who really can play in the NFL are usually guys that have experienced the NFL. Uh, and they know how to handle those situations, and they were fortunate enough to get those, so they could go through that and get better. But it's always um, I I hate the feeling of there's one guy left, and you believe in that guy a lot, but he's not quite ready but there's no third string there's, and you got that guy's gotta go. And now he goes in and he plays three games before he's ready. And the team gets frustrated with him because he makes some mistakes, he's not ready. The guy loses his confidence and sometimes that can kill a guy, but you have no other option. So it's you can't always have the luxury of bringing bets in because if you always do that, then you never have youth coming up. But um, that's what's so, so cool about the 16 practice squad guys, um, the six vets were allowed. That's what has allowed us to me, do some things like that over the last few years that used to be real hard to do. Do you get surprised often? Do you look at somebody and think this guy is not ready and then you play him like, whoa, didn't expect that? Um, sometimes, not, not that much. I mean, you usually, if the, they, they usually show you they're ready in practice and then you know they're ready in the game. Um, sometimes a guy you might not know how much is in there. He might be quieter. He might, I mean, we don't just knock the crap out of each other and practice and stuff. Um, you might not know all that's in there. And then the game comes out and you're like, oh my God, that guy's a gamer. He's a dog. Like there's another aggression level to him. But it's, it's very rare that you think a guy's not ready at all and he gets in there and just shocks you because it's kind of, if you're ready, you usually show it in practice. But there can be another level when you're, um, when your energy is going. What work you for Day? Um, I mean, he's looked great in our three practices. Even though only two periods of them were full speed. Um, but I mean, he looks like the guy we've gone against. Uh, I expect him just like all these other vets who, I mean, he's going to get in. He's going to try to make plays, try to do his job and um, help us contribute to the rotation of our group. What concern is there with Jawan? I know this was the second week that he's been in the protocol. Uh, there's always concern. Um, I think uh, I don't want to talk too much about it because it the protocol is very simple um, and how it goes, but uh, he's had some real positive days here, I think, in the last few days. And I think he's going the right direction. Uh, with, uh, next, week's, uh, next week's game against the Rams be either Saturday or Sunday. If it was Saturday, that would be your second short week in a row. Do you guys have any say in regards to when you play? No, no. Okay. I wish. Sunday, so. Yeah, and that's the answer for every single person in the NFL. But uh, if I could, if, when Ray, Ray is eligible to come back next week, is, is he ready to do that? Uh, we'll see next week. Okay. I haven't asked him yet, but I think he'll be close. Want to sneak in another? Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm so excited to tell you, J.C. Penney and country music singer songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy.